What's up, fellas? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Michael Adam, the Lucha Preacher. I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I'm Jamie Jack of All Trades Hinojosa. And this is Reforming Manhood, the podcast where we talk live from a Christian male perspective. It's a good day because we are all three back together again. Missed you guys. Hang on. And we're the three best friends that anybody can have. We're the three best friends that anybody can have. We're going to do things all the time together. Okay, I'll stop it. <laughs> we, were all just, we were all just waiting because we didn't know what you were fixing to do. I was playing this little theme song, all right? Hey, okay, dang. Dude, you know what? So we're mad. changing it. We're changing it to two best friends and Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so mad? <laughs> Who hurts you? I'm not that mad. <clears throat> You're kind of mad. No, nah, I'm happy. You sound mad. When? When I played an no, awesome I'm song? Ch- I'm going to change it to two, tre- two best friends and Trevor. That's the way I did it. I didn't say it all. Papa Smurf. Uh, my mouth. panties are in a wad. Blah, blah, blah. Your panties are in a wad. <laughs> I'm commando I, I right to dye now. I my beard today. Blah, 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 blah. I don't dye my beard. Now you're just trying to piss me off. <laughs> He's trying to piss me off. I'm going to slap this guy. <laughs> We're two you just best sound like friends. <laughs> We're the two best friends and Trevor. And He's fine. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, we missed you last week, Jamie. <laughs> I missed you guys. How was the trip? It's good. Nashville was pretty cool. I've never been there before. How was the uh, Nashville chicken? The hot chicken? Yeah, Nashville hot chicken. Do you like I, it? I wrecked my mouth. Mm. <laughs> nutcracker hurt, huh? Oh, Nutcracker just was obliterated. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is just, it's not even comfortable. It's not even fun to eat. I There's no flavor. Wings. I got six wings. Four of them got wasted. Just thrown in the trash. <laughs> did, you get, did you get donuts with alcohol in them? I didn't hear about that. Is that we some kind of secret it's okay. thing that it's a no one talks thing. about? Yeah. yeah, they got they got donuts. They take these donuts and then they got these little squirt shots where you squirt the shot into the donut, like a shot, like an infused like injection into the donut. It was so good. They were all right. Yeah, they were just all right. They weren't so good, but it they was an so experience. Good. It yeah. was like, hey, you know what? There's not enough calories in my donut. Yeah. Add some alcohol, please. Yeah. I think the chicken was enough to teach me that you can add too much of a good thing. <laughs> this was this wasn't too much of a good. It wasn't like a full shot. It was like a little like a little. Yeah, like you know it those little medicine things you give to your your kids when they're be- little and they just little little. little. Injectors without a without a needle, you know. It's, it's basically a donut with a communion cup worth of <laughs> yes. whatever alcohol you want in your donut. Yeah, you got to choose. It was all right. I didn't love it. It wasn't horrible. It, well, you love experiences. I did love experiences. <laughs> you experienced these crazy alcoholic donuts and just loving life. I'd go back every day if I could. I, I would go. I would go back to the donuts every day. I would go back to Nashville. Mm. It's all right. We got Nashville's any, cool. We got any listeners in Nashville? You guys uh, give us a review that we're awesome. They're like, that's what you remember, the donuts? <laughs> From this one shop in the middle of downtown? Okay, We got a weird. football team. We got all kinds of stuff. The Grand Ole Opry's here. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. Moonshine and massages. Dude, that was... Uh, we did do that. I highly recommend. Moonshine and massages. They got a moonshine place in the mall, and you can go get a sampling. You give them your, your ID, and then you get a little half a shot of each of the flavors you want. And then... Uh, after you, what we did, once we we're all loosened up, we we're like, all right, let's go see the little Chinaman and get our <laughs> back rubbed. And that's what we dude, did. He did that. <laughs> Just choppy, choppy my back. It was great. <laughs> China woman crawled up on my back and dude, she was like dropping elbows on him. It was, it was, it was fierce. I liked it. It was a rodeo show on Trev. <laughs> Galley up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> little China woman was like, I'm going to ride a bull. 
Did she ever? It reminded me of like a cat trying to lay down. Like she just kept going in circles on her knees <laughs> and hands on his back. <laughs> like, what is she, she wearing? Now? White boots like every other girl in Nashville does. No idea. No, I told you. No, she had to get her toes inside his uh, <laughs> traps, so there's no shoes on her feet. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, let's see uh, what what you smoking, fellas. What's you smoking? smoking factory smoke for for me what you're smoking a factory smoke yep i got you got all kinds of crap here and you're smoking a factory smoke four three of the four things are factory smokes <laughs> i got a whole humidor full of cigars here oh you didn't offer them to me so i smoked mine that didn't bother you taking them earlier i didn't take anything you didn't take my other cigars Mm-mm. i thought we already established that if i left cigars in your truck you're going to take them but did i you left your whole humidor in there and i could have taken no, you didn't. That you know of. But you threatened. That you know of. And that was close enough. You don't keep a good count of your I'm smoking cigars. the Oliva V-Siri Milanio mm. that I got for super cheap on Cigar Page. Cigar Bid Page. Hmm. Pretty good? Yeah. You're halfway through? What's it like? Uh, I've smoked this one several times. I don't know if I've reviewed it. I don't think so. Go ahead. But uh, it's like uh, really good. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what? Highly recommend. What differentiates it from really bad? Or uh, it doesn't taste like foot. Okay. Not tasting like foot is important. Not tasting like a gym sock. Yep. What um, does a foot taste like? How well, would you describe that You know taste? how when you Sour? leave a cigar in your truck for a week and you still try to smoke it? That's what a gym sock tastes like. That is a chooch move right there. Yeah. Been there, done that. <laughs> Most chooch moves we've pulled off at some point. We've learned them all. Speaking of chooch years, I'm smoking one that... Uh, I found back in my chooch days, of course, I'm only an, uh, an adult chooch right now, but uh, it's a Macanoodle M. It is a German chocolate cake in a stick. Mm, it's delicious. I love One it. of my favorites. Yep. Got it from the Leaf. They did give us no kickbacks, but we'll start taking kickbacks, Leaf, anytime. Anytime. The Leaf's Scar Lounge in Abilene. Go check it out. All right. So uh, here we are on Chapter 21. So we've talked about alcohol. We've talked about smoking cigars. Yep. What foot tastes like? What foot tastes like? Yeah, fit, for those weird people. Yep. Foot problem. Foot, foot fetish. Moonshine and massages. Moonshine and massages. China women jumping, <laughs> turning circles on your back. Are these things sin? Depends. <laughs> I think it's more than one China woman on your back. Yeah, you got I think, a problem. I think riding Trevor like a bull is getting there. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but I was no, trying to transition, but whatever. Yeah, we'll transition. So uh, we're going to go ahead and use the uh, Spurgeon definition of sin, which is any lack of conformity to or transgression of the law of God um, as our definition of sin. Lack of conformity to or transgression of the law of God and things outside of that definition would land in what we're talking about today, Christian liberty. Mm. That's a segue. Cool. <laughs> you wouldn't have got there without me. Never, never could I got there without you. <laughs> Sorry, that didn't kick to the part I wanted. I wanted the three best friends part again. I was bringing you back in the circle. All right, so uh, let's let's dive in. Let's get started on uh, sixteen eighty nine, chapter twenty one, on Christian liberty and liberty of the conscience. The liberty. Christ has purchased for believers under the gospel is found in their freedom from guilt of sin in 
the condemning wrath of God and the severity and curse of the law. All right, let's let's stop there. All right, so Christian liberty again, it's it's purchased for believers under the gospel. That's what we get. That's what Jesus bought for us. Mm-hmm. Um, in his death and resurrection, he gives us liberty. In fact, uh, was it Galatians? It is for freedom. He has set us free, right? Yeah. Um, and so we get, we get this thing called liberty. It's ours. Um, by right of Jesus' death and resurrection, by the gospel, we get Christian liberty. Um, it's found, and in that liberty, we get freedom from these three things. He talks about it pretty clearly. The guilt of sin. The wrath of God and the severity of the curse of the law. So let's dive into each one of those just a little bit. Um, there's like another nine bullet points and things we're free from. So we don't want to go too deep dive. Um, but what does it mean we're free from the guilt of sin? Um, I mean, knowing that Christ took the punishment for that. So we don't have to stand in fear, I guess, as, uh, First John says, "Perfect love casts out fear." Um, we don't have to stand in fear of. We're going to have to face the consequences of uh, our actions. Yeah, because Christ perfectly took those in our place. Yeah, the the guilt of sin is is a good thing for the lost to have, um, but once you're in Christ, it's not a good thing. Um, we're free from that, um, and so the what Jesus died for was all of my sin. It is finished, right? Um, so the things I've already done, the gospel paid for those. The things I'm gonna do, the gospel paid for those. And so if I was, if I had the guilt of sin on me, I don't know how I'd preach every, you know, mm. other Sunday or however I mean, often I do it here. You know what I mean? You're free I, from that guilt. I think I heard James White in talking about, uh, communion. Mm-hmm. He talked about the, the church in the Dutch, I think it's the Dutch church in Amsterdam or something. Anyways, they would do communion. And uh, they would, in examining themselves for the week and partaking in communion, they would pass around the table, or they would pass around the plates, and nobody would take communion. Hmm. Like, even the ministers wouldn't take yeah. communion, because they're like, we can't, we're unworthy to take this. Yeah, I can't participate. I've sinned this week. Yeah, well, it's a poor view of the gospel. You're free from the guilt of sin. Yeah, yeah. and and not a good understanding of communion either. Yeah. Well, think about those guys that are on death row. I mean, you, they're called dead men walking. Mm-hmm. And with that guilt not being taken away or liberated from, you're basically a dead man walking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can you have hope? How can you have a good life with that on you? Yeah. Yeah, so it is something that, that lost people need, right? That's that's how we get into the gospel is, is, is you're under sin, you're under condemnation. But in Christ, we're not, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so then I can, I can see and I can look realistically at my sin. Yes, I sinned this week. Dang it. I'm still not glorified, right? Sanctification needs to happen. I look to the gospel. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. And I preach his word, right? Um, yeah. instead of being de- dehabilitated, instead of not taking of, of, uh, the ordinary means of grace and communion, I take because he makes me worthy, not me. All right, so that's uh, that's the first thing. We're free from the guilt of sin. What about the condemning wrath of God? How are we free from the wrath of God? Jesus already took it. Mm. Sorry. That's it. It wasn't canceled. Yeah. It was still given. Yeah. Um, but Jesus took it. That's it, that's it exactly. Either did, did he take it or not? You know what I mean? Oh, does, does he need your help taking the wrath? Or did he take it all? Right? He took everything. And, and so we need to look at it that way. And then finally, the severity 
of the curse of the law of God. What does that mean, Trev? The severity of the curse of the law of God and how we're free from that. Um, the curse of the law of God, I guess, define that. Um, I think that's referring to, hang on. I think it's in Galatians. Where is that Galatians? I was trying to think like the, the like the song lyrics so far as the curse be found. <laughs> Here it is, Galatians three thirteen. In Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. Um, and then it goes on and tells how he became a curse because any curse is anyone who dies on on a tree, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jesus became the curse. I think for like, us. I think similar to the first thing. Yeah, is that our sin deserves death. Yeah, in Christ's death in our place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so just like he the became, second one, the wrath of God. He took the wrath of God and he took the curse. Yeah, he became, became the curse. Yeah, awesome. All right, next, uh, let's read, read that last part of this first right. sentence. It also includes a deliverance from this present evil age, bondage to Satan, the dominion of sin, the suffering of afflictions, the fear and sting of death, the victory of the grave, and everlasting damnation. In addition, it also includes a free access to God and their obedience to him, not from slavish fear, but from a childlike love and willing mind. That's 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 the go home right there, the childlike love and willing mind. But let's let's bullet point each one of those things. How are we free from the present evil age? Go ahead. Um the uh when I I guess part of whenever I think of the present evil age, I think of Ephesians the beginning of Ephesians two we're all children of wrath, sons of disobedience. Mm. Um, we're free of that. Yeah, we're not that. It's it's Paul saying, "And such were some of you." Mm. Were um, were right? yeah yeah. This is uh, we're we're free from those things. I'm not. I'm not. I how do you say this? I'm not uh, identified by my sin mm. the way that the gays say mm. they're identified by their LGBTQIA plus. Yeah. That's good. So that, again, meaning, well, the direct correlation would be, or question would be then, so would you say you can be an LGBTQIA plus niner LMNOP Christian? No. <laughs> what? Because we're Why free not? from this present but evil age. That is present plus. evil age. Plus. Can, can that is plus? present evil age. The plus couldn't be a long, long plus across LGBTQ no, cross? No, gay. <laughs> Keep your LGBIA out of my... Jesus, why are you gay? <laughs> why are you gay? Why are you gay? <laughs> All right, cool. All right, next it says we're free from the bondage to Satan. What's that? What does that mean, Jamie? Well, we're born into sin, mm-hmm. and uh, Satan was the one that that started it all. And uh, it's it's in our nature. We're 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 born with it, and uh, it's uh, it's it's not necessarily something that uh, people dislike. Because it's it's feeding their flesh, hmm. and um, and it's being bound to a liar, hmm. being bound to a de- you know being bound to a deceiver, and uh, I think that that quickening, that justification, that sanctification, uh, brings knowledge and wisdom, and opens our eyes and our ears to the death that comes from being in that bondage, hmm. and so when you have that. You have to get away from it. Yep. When you're born with the nature to want to 
be bound to it. You don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, we're free from that bondage to Satan. So we don't, we don't have to sin. We still kind of do though, <laughs> but we don't have to. We don't have an out for it. Uh, next it says we're bond, we're free from the dominion of sin. Back to you, Trev. Dominion of sin. Um, in our flesh, I think we talked about this a, a while back, but in our flesh, everything that we do is sinful. Mm. Nothing that we can do is good. Mm. Um, even those things that we do that, that people might identify as good. Yeah. Even those things are sin. Yeah. Um, and so when we're, uh, how did he say it? Um, free from the dominion of sin, free from the dominion of sin. I think that's, that's what it's talking about is in that, even that the good things that we do are not sin anymore. Hmm. They're actually good things. Yeah. 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 They can be counted as, as good. Mm -hmm. We are, as was first Corinthians, the the righteousness of Christ. That's us. Right. Um, and so we're free from the bondage and that's good. Yeah. The, the, the undoing of the curse in our life actually has some effect. Mm. Um, in the real world? Yeah, like in the real world. Huh. I was just thinking of uh, in, uh, in the end of the return of the king, whenever, uh, whenever uh, uh, what is it, Frodo goes back to the, uh, goes back to the Shire. And it's being taken over, or it has been mm-hmm. taken over by, uh, Wormwood and Saruman. Yeah. 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 Wormwood and Saruman. Mm-hmm. Um, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to say it. They, <laughs> but, uh, we're all nerds. They, they go back and, and Chad nerd king, buddy. <laughs> and Frodo has, uh, Frodo, he's like ready to fight Saruman at one point. Yeah. And Saruman, at first, he reminds him, like, I'm still a wizard. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> like there's a point where he kind of checks him, and he's like, "You don't know the power you're dealing with." Yeah. yeah but at the end of the day, Sauron, Saruman still left. Yeah. He still went away. Yeah. Like he checked Frodo and was like, "Even, even you're in fighting my weak, out of your weight class, kid. Even in my weak state that I've lost. Yeah. You could, I could still beat you. Yeah. But he did still turn. But him he around. still scooted on out. He still right? left. Yeah, the bondage was of of sin was broken, right? Yeah, we're not under you anymore, dog. Yeah, you, you need to go on and get. Yeah, it's like it's like the it's like the defeat and the destruction of the ring hadn't spread to the Shire yet. Yeah, and now that it's here, you you get to go. Evil has to leave. Get to stepping. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, bon- uh, let's see. That was the uh, bondage. Say that was dominion of sin. Um, yeah, sin sin has no dominion over us as Christians, right? Um, we may still sin, we may be fighting out of our weight class, but uh, but it's going to leave. Um, mm-hmm. All right, suffering of afflictions. We're free from the suffering of afflictions. What the heck does that mean? Oh, oh, that that means that means uh, that if you follow Christ, you're going to be healed, and uh, every time, 100%, every time huh? you're going to be healed. You're not going to have any sickness. This guy's trying to Health piss me and off. wealth and he's, he's just trying to piss me. <laughs> you can off. name it and claim it because you're That's following. That's not Christ. what it means. Oh, well, I'm, well, I'm going to be rich. What do you think it means? Definitely not free from <laughs> that. Um, I mean the the the, the affliction that Scripture is talking about there mainly is. Uh, I mean that's the Isaiah 41 passage, right? Um, that uh, by his wounds, by his stripes, we are healed. It's not talking about a physical healing. You're going to be well and 
I don't have to wear readers when I read my Bible. Because <laughs> yeah, that's new for you. It's new and I hate it. Um, I'm not free from that affliction. That's not what I'm talking about. The affliction of sin. Like, like I don't have to sin. I'm free not to now in Christ. Um, and I can say honestly, every time I have sinned, I can see a way out. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible's not lying to me when it says there's a way out. Yeah, the, I just don't take it. The whole reason that we're given the law, the whole reason that God gave us these commandments and stuff, because sin has a consequence. And that consequence is affliction. It's shame. It's a it's a it's a heavy, uh, foreboding. Uh, it makes you hate yourself. Mm. Yeah. Uh, even if you're not saved, you yeah. know, the, uh, for people that do the things that they do in sin, there's always going to be a consequence. Someone's going to be hurt. There's going to be a victim, and that's going to make you feel afflicted. And um, freedom from that 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 suffering is is life changing it's yeah. it's it's a weight like you wouldn't believe that just comes off of you and and, and helps you feel more alive more free more uh lighter mm-hmm. and that that's what I think affliction is is that that feeling that you get that shame that you build upon and heap upon yourself because of the things that you do that's good yeah back to Lord of the Rings it's like theoden whenever it's wormwood is wormwood. Mm. Is wormwood? No, it's not wormwood. Worm something. Worm tongue. Worm you said tongue. wormwood and it messed with me. That's my bad. That's when worm tongue has been speaking as you all those years, and you just see the weight of the, hmm. the weight of the evil that was on him. Yeah, maybe you should grip your sword and then to remember your strength. Remember your strength. <laughs> There's hope to be found if only you'll look. <laughs> all right, the next one is we're free from the fear and sting of death. I don't know. A group of guys who takes this more seriously than us. Like, we joke oftenly. I mean, oftenly. We joke a lot about... Uh, often. The word you're looking for is often. Oftenly. Just often. Oftenly. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to correct Often-ish. Often, oftener. <laughs> it's more than often. <laughs> it's frequently. <laughs> uh, it's, it's often, often. Yeah. We, we joke often about, uh, maybe I'll just die today. Go see Jesus. With this. Like that's a regular response to whatever mess we have in front of us. Like, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't pray for rapture. It's like, no, no, no. I'll just, still go through death. It just, just won't die. sting. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't sting. You know, yeah. um, I've had good Christian friends that die that you're like, doesn't sting. Like it still sucks. Yeah. It doesn't sting the it, same as when someone a lost person dies. You it, know, it allows you to. Step out of your house. Mm. Get out there mm-hmm. when there's no fear of death. I mean, people are so nervous and anxious and mm. and introverted that they they their minds make up fear. Yeah, you know, the germs out there, and you know something's going to kill me. I can't leave this house. I can't leave this room. I can't leave yeah. this bed. And they happily life, shut down the country. Yeah. Right? Like this is just better. Yeah, it's just better. Let's not go anywhere, do anything, risk yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and. uh and that has consequence. I would rather die than go back to that. Well, we didn't go back to that. Remember, we kept meeting every week, still podcasting, saying, still meeting. I don't want to go back to. My I think house. we did one time of uh, elbow fives, and we're like, "That doesn't work for me. Bring it in." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're free from the fear of the sting of death. That's important. Um, next, it says we have we're free from the victory of the grave. This is starting to feel real poetic, real. Real, sign me up for this. 
You know? Um, the victory of the grave, the grave beats everybody. Except us. Because Jesus beat the grave, right? Mm-hmm. When he comes back, we'll rise again. That's right. And then, and then the final thing on there is everlasting damnation. Go ahead. Either one of y'all. How are we free from everlasting damnation? This one's easy. Because we don't have to endure everlasting damnation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christ took that on the cross. The wrath of, the wrath of God on the cross is revisiting that. That's what this everlasting damnation is. Yeah. Whether, um, <clears throat> liberal Christians want to believe that or not, um, we do not have everlasting damnation because Christ endured that wrath in our place. He satisfied the wrath of God. Sorry, I was looking for another smoke. <laughs> Take that, progressives. Sorry about you. Yep. All right. Uh, sentence two. Well, and then just to nutshell it, again, this one is, is closed off. It ends with saying, um, we have access to the throne of grace. They have a fuller supply of God's free spirit than believers under the law usually experience. No, that's not the right sentence, is it? Mm-mm. So in addition, it? it includes their free access to God and their obedience to him, not from slavish fear, but from a childlike love and willing mind. That's what I was looking for, childlike love and willing mind. That's how we're able to obey. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. All right. That's how we're going to walk in freedom. Sorry. All right. Sentence at two. All these liberties were also enjoyed in their essence by believers under the law. But under the New Testament, the liberty of Christians is further expanded. They are free from the yoke of the ceremonial law which the Jewish congregation was subjected. They have greater confidence of access to the throne of grace, and they have a fuller supply of God's free spirit than believers under the law usually experience. All right, so let's dive into that. Free from the yoke of, of the ceremonial law. Dive into that, Trev. Um, uh, I, I think I heard uh, Jeff Durbin talking about this. Uh, oftentimes when we talk about the ceremonial law, um, we talk about it as if uh, it passed away. Mm-hmm. But uh, it didn't pass away. Christ fulfilled it. Yes. Um, and so even when we look at all of the things that were ceremonial back in their time, things like blood sacrifices and things like that, God still requires those things, but they're found in Christ. Mm, that's good. Um, the atoning for sins, the shedding of blood, all, all of that was is still required today, but it's it's found in Christ. It's not found in things that we do. That's good. Yeah, that's the point we need to hang on to. Um, it, it wasn't a... He didn't go to the whiteboard and then just wipe it off. Mm-hmm. No, those requirements, they were written in stone. They're not going anywhere, you know. Um, but uh, Jesus fulfilled them. Even the ceremonial ones, those were all pointing to Christ. We talked about this last week, I believe. Um, they pointed to Jesus. And so um, to go back to those ceremonial laws is to ignore Jesus. So mm. We don't do that either, right? Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying we're not going to go back to ceremonial sacrifices? I'm 100% saying that. So do you think there's going to be another temple built? Here's the thing. If they start killing animals, God won't be honoring those sacrifices. Mm. So don't kill them. Eat them. <laughs> Send them to me. <laughs> um, they will be as disqualified a sacrifice as the babies were to Moloch. All right? Ooh. God's not counting those, so quit looking forward to it. Oh, snap. <laughs> All right, cool. 
So we can eat bacon then. We can eat bacon. Um, we can. Uh, we can. I'm not going to eat the snot rocks though. No, not doing that. No sir. No sir. Oysters for those who don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shellfish. All right. Um, yeah, we're free from the yoke and ceremonial law. Um, we have greater access and confidence. Of greater the, confidence of access yeah, to the throne of grace. Confidence of access to the throne of grace. Um, so what does that mean? I mean, this is Hebrews, right? Um, I, when I think of confidence of access to the throne of grace, in the Old Testament, they had to make sure that they were doing all of these sacrifices right. And if they didn't, it could have costed them their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hebrews 19 through 21. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house. That's how we get those things. It's mm-hmm. Jesus. Quit looking through them. Um, and we don't need some pope or priest that has the keys to the bank of merits to <laughs> have access That's to right. We can go straight to the throne. We have confidence in going to Jesus, going straight to God the Father, right? Yeah. Um, so we so we do. Pray. You need to be praying. Um, don't be expecting pastors or others to be praying for you. You pray. You go with confidence to the Father yeah. through the blood of Jesus, his body and sacrifice. All right. Uh, and then it says we have a fuller supply of God's free spirit. How do we have a fuller supply? What does that mean? This one's tough. Believers under the law usually experience. Um, I would say one. It's it's certainly more constant. Hmm. Um, even when we look at. I don't know if this would be the right way to say this. Because we're going through the book of Acts right now. Yeah. And it seems to fluctuate a bit. In in, in, in what? In, it would say like, like God breathed, their, breathed his spirit on them. Yeah. And then they received the spirit. Yeah. And then there was another time that they received the spirit. Yeah. Um, we definitely see that throughout the Old Testament also. Yeah. The yeah. laying on of hands in order to receive the spirit. Yeah, and, and I think what it's talking about again is the, is the Old Testament when, when the Spirit was in, in one place at a time. It was in one believer. It was in, um, uh, Samson when he did these mighty things. Didn't stay with him, but came, came up, the Spirit came upon him and he tore a lion's mouth off. You know, he mm-hmm. killed a lion with his lion hands. Mm-hmm. Or bare, bare hands, whatever you want to call it, right? <laughs> yes. Um, but it didn't go, to all of Israel. You know what I mean? It went to one guy. Um, the prophets had spirit. Yeah. The prophets had spirit. David pleaded, God, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Right? A spirit, it would seem, in the Old Testament, was in one place at a time. Um, whereas now... It was removed from Saul. King Saul. Yeah. Removed from him, right? And so, so I think, I believe now, all believers, we all freely have access to the Holy Spirit. Um, quench away, if you so choose. Um, I think it's a bad idea, but we all have, we have Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Yeah, that was Jesus' parting gift to us. Mm-hmm. All right. We are moving on to section two. Yep. God alone is Lord of, of the conscience, and he has left it free from human doctrines and commandments that are uh, in any way contrary to his word or not contained in it. So 
believing such doctrines or obeying such commands out of conscience is a betrayal of true liberty of conscience, requiring implicit faith or absolute and blind obedience destroys liberty from conscience and reason as well. All right. So this now gives us our terms for freedom, right? Um, the pendulum can't swing entirely the other way. You can do anything you want. Um, I think, uh, where's that, uh, shall I continue sinning so grace can by no means go ever more by no means. Exactly. Arminianism. Yeah. yeah. This is by no means. Um, and so, um, to the person who feels no guilt for doing what's contrary to the Bible, we would not say you're living in Christian liberty. No, no. You're being disobedient. You're being disobedient, and you should. You have a seared conscience, mm. and you need you need to breathe the life of the Holy Spirit needs to breathe life into you, so you will, in fact, obey and do what do what His Word says. Right. Right. Um, this is this is what we say when we talk about um, we don't obey to get God's favor. We obey because we have God's favor. It's a, it's a matter of perspective. It looks a lot like. Very similar on the outside, you know. Mm-hmm. You can line up the life of a Mormon next to the life of of, of a, a true believer, and sometimes they look kind of the same. They're going to give to the church; they give to their church so they don't go to hell. They're going to do missions so they're not damned forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> we do these things, same kind of things. We give to the church out of obedience because we love Jesus. Wow. He said to do it, so we do it. We're going to go on missions because there's people out there going to hell and they need Jesus, right? Yeah. And I think where it ends there. With the uh, this, uh, implicit faith or absolute and blind obedience destroys liberty of conscience and reason as well. Mm. Um, also, like some of the Mormons and some of what we see in the Christian church, we see this. Where they'll say, uh, you shouldn't have alcohol because it's a sin. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill you shouldn't out. have caffeine. <laughs> yeah. That's the Mormons, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they put these laws that God didn't put. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's doctrine of yeah. demons, mm. as Paul says in First Timothy four. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um, was that was that the end of, of three or section three? Where are we at? Two. Sorry. Okay, right. go ahead. Or section three now. Those who use Christian liberty as an excuse to practice any sin or nurture any sinful desire pervert the main objective of of the grace of the gospel to their own destruction and. They completely destroy the purpose of Christian liberty. This purpose is that we, having been delivered from the hands of all our enemies, may serve the Lord without fear, in holiness, and in righteousness before him all the days of our lives. This is this is the this gives the the, the full limitation of liberty, right? Um, Christian liberty can't be sin. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm not saying if you're doing it and calling it Christian liberty, it's no longer sin. No, no, no. Sin is still sin. Um, yeah. And our liberty. Any lack of conformity to or transgression of the law of God. We ought not do. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, God will not abide any sin. That's right. And so, so we don't do that. We don't excuse what God calls sin. Um, but we also have to recognize that, that there are man traditions that, that get in the way of good gifts that he's given us. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, bacon. That was, that was something that God gave gave us and dropped a whole blanket down for Peter so we know we can have bacon, right? And Paul rebukes Peter yeah. pretty hard for refusing to eat with yeah. eat with, with Gentiles. Gentiles. <laughs> yeah. And so um so that that's our that's our guide rails that we're given. Right? You're free within this 
don't do sin, right? Yeah. Um, enjoy these good things. And so we can sit on this men's reforming manhood Christian podcast and smoke a cigar and say it's not sin. And talk but, about drinking moonshine. Yeah. And say it's not sin, right? Because, because I didn't sin. I didn't get drunk. And, uh, this, uh, little bit of tobacco didn't take me over, right? Mm. Um, so, so I can say there's no law against smoking a cigar, but as a friend of ours pointed out, there's, there's no, you're not going to find heroin in the Bible either, mm-hmm. right? And so, so it, does that mean heroin's okay? No. <laughs> okay. It why is, not? It why? is, it is illegal. Okay. By the so way. you are breaking the law and that's, yeah. that's normally wrong. Um, the, uh, it's, it, it corrupts your mind. Hmm. When you do mind-altering drugs, yeah, though it's um, related to drunkenness, it's more related to drunkenness. Yes, yeah, so it's real hard to talk about the gospel when you're laid out from overdose. <laughs> <laughs> I can um, still talk about the gospel with a cigar, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and so that would be the difference. It's it's the mind-altering, it's the addiction part of it, um, which some people would say, well, alcohol does that when you're drunk. When you're drunk. <laughs> okay. All right. There we go. There we go. Um, and that's. That's the line we have to tote, guys. And and also not yeah. being a slave to these things. Exactly. So so I have a general rule. I may have said it on this podcast before, I don't know. Um but uh you know, as my week's ramping up and I'm wearing down, um if I get to the point where I say I need something, like hey dude, I just need a Coke or a monster or a cigar, then I have to deny myself. Like that's my rule. If it slipped out of my mouth and I said, Man, I really need a cigar or I really need I really need some coke and rum, or I really need you know whatever. Then, then I have to deny myself um, because I don't need anything but Jesus. That's uh, the discipline. Yeah, um, and so there's the line, right? <laughs> I need nothing but Jesus, and I'm free to to do things that Scripture doesn't call sin. Mm. So there you go. There it is. So in light of that, uh, what you smoking, dude? I finished my uh, factory smoke and had a little uh, the last of our um, Cubans. Little little oh. tiny coheb I found it in there. It was with the. Uh, we're all out now, guys. That's it. We got to go out of the country again. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, still finishing up this Oliva Viseri Milanio. I'm pretty sure it was in the top fifty huh. cigars of the year a few years back. I like. I think it was actually in the top ten. It's up there. Yeah, I'm I recommend the last third of my M. I'm getting close to singeing my mustache. Tastes so delicious. <laughs> you yep. guys are just start, you know, getting getting into smoking a cigar. Uh, I highly recommend these little eight nine dollar sticks. They're delicious. They're delicious. flavorful and good smokes. All right, guys, don't forget to like, share, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review. Go to our Facebook group, Performing Manhood, where we can continue having this conversation. Um, and uh, you can get on our. Website crosswordchurch.org slash shop to buy some gear. All right. My name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I am Jamie Smoking Hinojosa. <laughs> you guys be sweet and show Jesus later. Later. Later.